0: Today's show is pre-recorded. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Y'all know what time it is. Y'all about. don't know y'all better act right now. Hat on, hat on,
1: suit on, suit on, looking like the trap dog, giving a me the stress, like the million bucks, got things in its cups. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me who could it be for Steve Harvey. Oh yeah. yeah. they listening to me
2: mm-hmm for Steve Harvey. don't
1: you join oh, yeah,
3: Do your thing, big daddy. Uh-huh, I sure will. Well, good morning, everybody. You're listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. Okay. I, I want to talk to you today about success, but I want to talk to you about it like I usually do in terms of a principle of it. But I want to share something with you about it. And I was talking to my daughter about it. I've talked about my son-in-law about it, talked about it with all my children. And I'm really starting to express it to them now because I'm talking to a wide range of people constantly. But I want to share something with you. If you have any aspiration of being successful, I want you to realize, starting right now, the effort that is going to require. And that's why I think it stops a lot of people. I think a lot of people are never told or don't understand the sheer effort that's that it takes to become successful at anything in any area of your life. If you think that doing your best is enough, that I got news for you, it's not. Well, Steve, what if you've done your best though? And your best ain't good enough. Well, let me ask you that same question. Hold on. If you want to be successful and you've done your best and best isn't good enough, what, you threw? That's it? But, Steve, it was my best. No, 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 no. It was the best you had at that time and that particular day. But tomorrow, add something to it. You've you've never done everything. There is no you can't go no more. You can't add no more. I've seen marathon runners end up crawling across the line. I've seen triathlon people, man, just staggering in the street and didn't want nobody to help them because they knew that would disqualify them from the race. You got more. Have you ever dipped into your reserve tank? That's what we're talking about now. See, all of us have a reserve tank. You know, I you know, on my ranch, uh, I like to ride four-wheelers. I have all-terrain vehicles. And all of them have a gas tank on it. And a gas tank and most of mine, let me see all of them. Yeah, all of them have gas tank needles on them. And it lets me know when I get down towards E, there's a little lane that's red that lets me know, okay, Steve, you're in the danger zone now. You're riding into the lowest part of your tank. But if I keep riding and I forget to get some gas in there, guess what? When it runs out of gas, all of my all-terrain vehicles, all of them, Honda, Polaris, all of them, those are the makers, there's a button on the gas tank itself that I can click, and it says reserve. That means they know that for the hardcore riders, They're going to ride somewhere and they're going to get themselves in a situation. And they're going to run out of everything. They're going to run out of road. They're going to run out of gas. They've prepared because they know for the hardcore rider, every hardcore rider needs a reserve tank. And so there's a button that you can click on the gas tank that clicks it into a reserve. And it'll give you about 50 miles or 20 miles worth of gas in there. Now, guess what? In that reserve, that may be all you need to get you to where you're going or get you back to safety so you can refuel. Don't tell me you've done your best. When your best don't cut it, what you going to do? See, when best is possible, then good enough ain't enough. See, that's good enough. But if the best is possible, why would you not shoot for that? And you, you are all capable of making it. But you've got to change your mindset and realize the effort that has to be put forth in becoming successful. You've got to do it relentlessly over and over and over and over. And every day I try to do something to progress my life for the better. I try to do something every day. I wake up every day with a plan, some phone calls, some meetings, some, 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 some interviews, some Something, man, that's going to advance and move the brand forward. Because here's what's going to happen, you all. Let's say you reach your goal. Let's say your goal is to make um, $100,000. Well, I got news for you. Listen to this. When you make the $100,000, you can't go nowhere and go on vacation and put your hand behind your head and say, I made $100,000. Guess what you got to do? You got to find a way now to maintain that 100,000 to keep it coming in. See, you can't just get there and stop and rest and whoa. It is harder to maintain your success than it is to get successful. See, let's say, let me me, me show you this. Suppose it takes you five to eight years to find a way to make $50,000. Let's say it takes you five to eight years. To find a way to make an extra fifty thousand dollars, and you finally, through work and effort, you get to the fifty thousand dollar mark. That's 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 it's only just begun now. Because guess what? In order to keep the fifty coming in, you got to duplicate what you did to get there. And then, uh-oh, here's what you're going to have the audacity, being a human being, you are gonna want another fifty, cause you're a human being. Because you gotta have something else to shoot for. Now you're gonna want another 50. Well, now then guess what you gotta do now? Now you gotta do what you did before, for, plus you gotta come up with something else. Then after that, you're gonna have the audacity because you're humans, you're gonna want another 50. So that's how this works. And see, that that's the that that that's the importance of your relationship with God because you're gonna constantly need him. And ain't never a point where you're gonna be through needing him. But there ain't gonna become a point in your life where you're gonna through want, through, be through wanting nothing unless you done just gave up. And if you done gave up, who wants that? Come on y'all, this is going to take quite a bit of effort. And if you think it'll come to you any other way, you're sadly mistaken. Because of all the successful people I know, I know that the effort they put out on a daily basis is daunting. And I think that the average person just doesn't understand the requirement of time and effort that it takes to get there and willingness to put it out. You got to cut a lot of monkey business out your life. All that hanging out, all that late and all that clubbing, all that drinking, all that. You got to cut a whole lot of monkey business out to be successful, man. If you're planning on being successful, get up early. Stay up late, work, try, think, meet, greet, smile, attract. It takes a lot. Let's go. But you can do it. God is passing out blessings all day long. Why are you not in line for yours? I'm telling you right now, I want everything God got for me. Because what he's shown me so far, whoo, if he got some more, man oh man, how good is God, huh?
4: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
3: Ladies and gentlemen, let me have it, your undivided attention. It's the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It's morning time. Watch how we work. Shirley Strawberry.
2: And it's Friday time, too, Steve. That's what time it is. Good
3: morning. Shirley Carla Pharrell.
2: Good morning. What's up, crew? What's
0: happening? Full house
3: this morning. Now that we've got out of the intellectual section of the show, we began with (laughs) that Damn Junior.
0: Morning, everybody.
5: Morning, uncle.
3: <laughs> Old bitter ass J. Anthony
5: Brown. <laughs> yes, sir, Fresh. Y'all some dynamite numbers on assisted living. Watch out there, now, boy. Yeah. What's going Go on?
3: <laughs> and hello, ignorant one. Yes. you, Tommy.
5: I wear it well.
3: Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Better than Good anybody morning. else. <laughs> yes, you do. Well, Jay, right. congratulations, man, on assisted living. We saw it. Yes, Jay. Good job, Yay. Jay.
2: Great, Great
3: news. We're happy for you.
2: How is Good it, Jay? Good show, man.
3: Jay, you know, I can tell. I know when you off script.
2: <laughs> What'd you say, Steve?
3: I can tell when he off script.
2: Oh, when he ad libs Yeah, because it's
3: just Jay Anthony then.
5: <laughs> was it half the time, dog?
3: <laughs> yes, it How was much? a little bit more than half.
2: Well, did, does Tyler encourage that, or what? What does he say about well, he that? he encourages
5: it a lot. Yeah, Mister. Uh, I don't know who Tyler is. I don't even know that person. You, mean, you know Mister. Perry? Are oh, you talking oh. Mister. Perry? <laughs> <laughs> Mister. Perry. Say that, uh, I don't even go by that name. But, but he Perry encourages you. Allows uh-huh. us to have a certain freedom, yeah. But we have a script, so yes, yeah, uh-huh. it.
0: You're fun. killing it, Benny. Yeah, I'm you are. You yeah, really
1: are. Who do
5: your watch. thing, boy. Thank you guys. But that hook is. I've it's never seen you you, you a
3: grandfather look. cuss a grandchild out, <laughs> out <laughs> more. I, I said, "You's an honorary old bastard." <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: Not much of
5: a well, stretch as far as acting goes. I think I speak for every grandparent who wants to cuss their grandkids out, but they don't. So that's what that's yeah. about.
3: I, I would be old, in that group, grandkids. Jay, but my oldest one is five, so Yeah not probably yet. ain't a good look for me. No, no, sir. <laughs> they, no Not at this. Not just- Now they mom and daddies. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah.
5: Let them have it, huh?
2: So tell the people when they thanks, can catch guys, the thanks, show guys. since we're talking
6: about it. Jay. It's on
5: Wednesday night right after uh House of Pain. Uh it's been two sh- for House of Pain this week. On Wednesday night he comes on and then two more of Assistant Living and Mr. David Mann, I think shows up this week. If you think it's ignorant oh, now, Lord. it's gonna be ignorant. So Jay
3: so Jay, ignorant. it was only yeah. the uh the premiere I mean the pilot episode so far. Just been one, it's one No,
5: we've shown we show we've shown four episodes.
3: Four episodes.
5: Yeah, today's <laughs> Friday. It came on Wednesday. Wednesday, yeah. This Wednesday, past Wednesday. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. yeah. Wait, well, what, what yeah. do you mean? Oh wait, wait, wait! It comes on more than once a week.
0: No, it came on wow. the yeah, week it before. A, it premiered the week before, came on the week before and then before. this past Wednesday were two new episodes. Uh
2: huh. It's two All episodes. Right. That's where mm-hmm. you're you're struggling. Oh, it's two. It's a two a day? episodes per night. Yeah. Two, oh, yeah. Okay. Two per week mm-hmm. until they
5: start yeah. showing one.
3: Two a week until they just start showing war.
2: <laughs> yeah, just, just watch ride. Wednesday night, okay? DET, Assisted <laughs> Living, starring J. Anthony problem. Brown as Vinny. All right, uh, coming up at 32 minutes <laughs> after the hour, ask the CLO the, CLO, the CLO, the Chief Love Officer, in the
4: Hello. building right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
2: Coming up at the top of the hour, our special guest will be Congressman Cedric Richmond from Louisiana, who is one of Joe Biden's campaign co chairs. We're going to discuss the importance of this election, the black vote, Trump versus Biden, the difference, voter suppression, and a whole lot more. Congressman Richmond will be our special guest at the top of the hour. But right now, it is time for Ask the CLO. Ready, CLO? Ready. All right, here we go. This one is from (laughs) Harriet. You'll love that name. Harriet in Florida. Harriet says, I have a 15-year-old stepson, and he's chosen to do virtual classes, so he's home alone during the day. I left work early on Tuesday, and I walked in on my stepson about to have sex with his girlfriend. I was so embarrassed, and they were too. I gathered myself, and after they got dressed, I sat them down and talked to them about safe sex and sneaking around. My stepson said he appreciates me for being cool about it, and he asked me not to tell his dad, I have been trying to create a bond with this boy, but I feel his dad should know. Should I tell his dad? Wow! Whoa! Wow. That really is a hard one right yeah,
3: because this could be your chance to form a real bond with him and gain some trust. Here's the deal: telling his dad accomplishes what? I know you shouldn't have secrets in your marriage, but you talked to him. He said he appreciated it. It probably won't happen again.
2: You don't think what? so?
3: I mean, it probably won't happen again to her knowledge.
4: Right, <laughs> but <laughs> so, yeah, 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 it's, yeah, it's going to
3: happen again, right? Mm-hmm. Telling his father accomplishes what for the boy, if you think he may have gotten a message and your point went across well. You have a chance to build a little bit of bond with him, and you also have something that can, you can use as ammo
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. See, it's always
3: good to have a little something to hang over a boy, especially yeah. a boy. If you mm-hmm. got something on the boy, you can get a little bit. You know, I'm gonna need you to take better care of your room. Or I'm gonna have to tell your daddy what you did.
2: Oh, that's you called know. blackmail. No, we can't yeah. keep doing that, dog. <laughs> <though,
1: laughs> you can't keep holding it over now.
2: And and she should watch for to see if his behavior is gonna change. Is he more respectful? Right? Uh, can I can I say this about it?
3: Yeah. Uh, she did write me about my response. And uh, if y'all think holding it over his head is wrong? Then that's fine. It but is. <laughs> we we gonna hang it. I I think having that ammo for her as the uh-huh. stepmom trying to build a relationship could be a good way to get him to trust her, mm-hmm. and a good way to you know have a little bit of leverage. I I just don't see how that hurts. Okay, okay let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. No.
1: Do you think? Do you think his daddy would get mad, or do you think his daddy would say, "That's my boy"?
3: Which one do you think? See that you don't. He don't want his dad to know, cause his dad, you know, dad gonna bust him up now. Okay. In my house, <laughs> all this here. But you know, when when that moment hits you, 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 you don't really give a damn where the address at. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and and for sure, if it had been the daughter, it would be handled quite differently. Uh huh. Uh huh. All right. Oh, totally. Um, Yeah. All right, we're we're moving on. This one's from Sean in Southfield, Michigan. I am a 33-year-old married woman, and I've been in church my whole life. So I married a man that I met at church. He had a reputation for being a ladies' man, and all I ever heard about him was how good he was in bed. We waited until we got married to have sex, and I just knew I was in for a treat. But... He did not handle his business at all. No I asked him if he was okay, and he said he's saved now, and he values me as his prize so he will not dishonor my body. He's acting like Christians ain't freaky. I'm tired of doing it in one position. How can I get through to him? Wow. Oh my
4: goodness.
2: <laughs> Come on, CLO. <laughs>
3: well, probably just going to have to go on in there and bring it one evening, you know. <laughs>
2: Oh, you talking to him. I mean, I
3: mean, you know, no, I'm talking mm-hmm.
2: to her. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> you know. Uh, oh, she's going to I ain't doing him.
3: that tonight. <laughs> here it is right here. You know. Over here.
4: Uh-uh, not over here. <laughs>
3: now, stop. Come on over here. Mm-mm, mm-mm. And, you know, just drag him around the room, put him in the positions you want. Oh, it'll all snap back. You know, you say every, every He knew he saved. You know what I'm saying? Uh You know, you got to get through that new phase. Not saying you're going to sin all of a sudden, but it's just saying that sometimes new Christianity is a bit stressful. You know, you're trying to be perfect when what God really wants is you to be consistent. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like I bought some stuff with me into my savedness. Care to share?
4: Well, you know, like
3: cussing, you know, I bought that in with me. I've uh, been working on it, but, you know, sometimes people need to get off you as a Christian, so I use it. You know, I bought dice shooting into my savings. Oh, Lord.
0: Oh, it's on. Uh-uh. Hey, hey, if I got to
3: get these ties, you got to at least give me the opportunity to win it. Yeah. Oh, I pay the okay. ties, but let me see if I can get a little something on it.
2: Right. You know, things uh,
3: like that, you know.
2: Mm-hmm. That's all oh, help us, Lord. Okay, uh, this is from Lanika in Memphis. I'm 29 years old. I'm an engaged female, and my fiance has been in jail for 16 months for a white collar crime. He's scheduled to be released in December, and we're getting married. I found out his ex girlfriend has been visiting him after she posted a picture of them on her Facebook page. He said she was there to visit someone else, and he was in the visiting room talking to his mom. So she <laughs> asked for a selfie with him. I have a problem with his ex before. I've had that problem, so I don't really believe him. Should I call and, te- and talk to her, woman to woman, or should I trust my fiancé and let it go? What um, prison
3: is y'all at that y'all take selfies? <laughs> selfies. <laughs> what, 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 what prison <laughs> you done ran up into him in the uh, waiting room the, uh, with the... Is you at a work release house or something? Because you just can't go to prison and visit
2: with other people's tables. All right. Thank you, CLO. Uh, Coming up next, the nephew in the building with Run That Prank back right after this.
4: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
2: Coming up at the top of the hour, our special guest will be Congressman Cedric Richmond from Louisiana. He is one of Joe Biden's campaign co-chairs. He's going to discuss the importance of this election, Trump versus Biden. Talk about the difference there, voter suppression, and Madam VP nominee, Senator Kamala Harris. Again, Congressman Cedric Richmond will be our special guest at the top of the hour. But before we get really serious, the nephew is here to make us laugh with Run That Prank Back. What you got for us, Ness? Baby chick, baby (laughs) so crazy chick. (laughs) Let's go cat
7: dog. Thank you for calling. I'm trying to uh, reach Warren, the manager. Is he here? Hold for me one second, please. This is Warren. Thank you for calling. Can I help you? Yeah, you are you the manager there? Yes, sir. Your name Warren? Yes, sir. This is Warren. Okay, I I need to actually file a lawsuit on y'all, and I'm actually calling you first to let you know that I'm getting ready to file a lawsuit. On the whole grocery store uh, uh, for what did happen to me, uh, sir. Calm, let me let me get. Uh, hold on a second, sir. Let me do this. Let me let me. Uh, what what did you say your name was? My name is Evans. Evans is my name. So Evans, so Evans is your last name. Let me let me write this down. And you came into my store. Did you have an accident in my store or something? I'm not exactly sure what you're calling about. I I ain't had no accident. What happened was I came in there yesterday. And I bought uh, a bunch of groceries, and I bought a carton of eggs. Right. Now, when I got home, I, I was checking to make sure the eggs didn't, didn't break on the way home. When I got home, there was a baby chick inside the egg carton, man. One of the eggs had it had hatched and got my kids traumatized. Now, they don't even want to eat breakfast or nothing around here because there's a baby chick Wait. inside the carton of eggs. Uh, that don't make no sense, man. Sir, um, <laughs> I don't mean to... Uh, let me... So you tell me there was a, a, a chicken, a baby chicken, an actual chicken in the eggs? There was eggs. a baby chick inside the carton of eggs, man. Okay. And you got my kids traumatized, man. Don't know about that. Okay, okay, like if if you just, no right, just calm down for one second. Listen. Um, put that chick I, down. What I told y'all, put that chicken down in there. Put it down. It might have rabies. Say what the? I don't even think that that's possible. First of all, if you had... Any idea how this thing comes from the farm to the store? It is—they go over these eggs a countless number of times, and the temperature in the freezer, first of all, wouldn't even allow for a chicken to be alive. If you had a baby, I don't—I well, I, I totally I, I don't know how this one got past the system. Okay, but what I do know is we got a baby chick over here running around because y'all. Ain't doing what y'all supposed to do, man. And I got And now my kids are traumatized behind this. When did you say you were in here, sir? So I was in there yesterday. I bought the eggs yesterday, man. In Down here at Elm, Elm Street? Yes. I bought them at the grocery store. I, I sure did. Okay. Let's do this. Why don't you bring the eggs into me and the chick? So now you that- want me to transport a baby chick back to the grocery store? I oh, my. my- Look, we already traumatized over here already behind this dog on baby chick, man. So I'm not I'm not exactly sure what you are trying to pull here, but I, I just don't I don't think that. First of all, any anyone with common sense would tell you that that's not possible. First of all, you can't have a baby chick uh, living in a in, a, in a, a dozen eggs. There is no possible way that this. The temperature in my freezers are right above freezing. There's no. Chickens are a fragile creature in the first place. You can't have a little bird is not going to survive the transport from the farm to the factory to my store. This you know, baby sure chick was in ba- Hey, 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 I'm not going to go back and forth with and you. If you want to bring me a dozen eggs, bring the dozen eggs in. If you can catch the chick, catch the chick. Hey, man, you came, you, you're you supposed to be the manager. You're not supposed to talk to me like this. So I'm just trying all. to tell you. Uh, as politely as possible, if you want to bring in the, the 11 eggs and a chick, I will gladly refund your money, give you another carton of eggs, whatever you want to do. But I'm not hey, going to file a lawsuit because y'all done traumatized me and my, my kids. Well, sir, listen. All right, let's just bring this down. A lawsuit, sir, it, over a, 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 a dozen eggs. Oh, oh I mean, a dozen eggs that got a baby chick in it, man. So let me, let me get your phone number and some information, and I will call to my manager, and we will figure this thing out for you. Because I, I just, I just don't believe that this would be possible. I just, I don't understand how you would have. Chicken. Let him let, just leave him over there. Don't touch the chicken. Now, I just don't believe that this could possibly be happening. So this is it's, it's unbelievable to me. To eat, even get this phone call. Sir, I don't have time to go back and forth with you about how something happened. All I know is, is maybe it's a fluke accident, okay? But it happened. My kids are over here playing with a baby chick, and, and, and I'm traumatized. I don't even want to ever have breakfast ever again, and I'm going to make a show. I file a lawsuit on your show and your show. Me? I don't has anything to do with me. I, I didn't do anything... Uh, uh, except come to work today. You understand what I'm saying? If you want to file a lawsuit, Okay, I'm going to file a lawsuit. I'm filing so a lawsuit on the, the grocery store, and I'm filing a lawsuit on the manager, Warren, which is your for giving me a hard time about what I'm telling you that happened. Well, you ain't even got a hard time on the media. you understand what I'm saying? You want a hard time, come down here with those eggs. I'm bringing the eggs down here, and I'm bringing that baby chick that back uh, down there, too. I'm bringing all of it. Well, please, because I'd like to see it. But, but how much did you pay for those eggs? I paid about $2. It ain't about how much I paid for the eggs. It's what you have traumatized. Oh, yeah, because I'm going give you just that much back in the <inaudible> when you get here. Do you understand I, what I'm I, saying? I, I don't give a d. <inaudible> I got problems I got customers out here in line, legitimate people want my attention, and not some jack <inaudible> on the telephone talking about some chicken and a dozen egg. Okay, well, let me let me tell you this, too. Do you have a guy that works at the checkout uh, uh, named uh, Tyrant? Yeah. Okay, Tyron got me to prank phone call you. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Warren, your just got pranked. What? You kidding me? Hey, man, look. What? Man, I didn't even come up with chickens chicken going through eggs, man. Man, I'm about to, I, I swear to God, I got people looking at me in this store like I'm crazy. Hey, one, I got to ask you, man, what is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? Man, it's the Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> <laughs> you check out guy Tyrant. He got you, man. Yeah, I, I'm going to get his, <laughs> too. I'm going to put him back in produce. I'm going to take him off the <laughs> register. How about this? I get him
1: stacking eggs? <laughs> <ed. laughs> there you go. I got stupid on lock, baby. <laughs> yeah you do That's got stupid on lock
2: no argument here Tommy, I, about that. Tommy so I went to the grocery store <laughs> yesterday
1: yeah, <I> bet you bought <laughs> some eggs
0: and fell off laughing
1: better open them up and look at them did you,
2: you open them home. girl <laughs> yes <laughs> that's funny <laughs> you're stupid dude <laughs> you're I don't know how he thinks of this stuff I really don't <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Oh, I love it. I, love I it. Somebody know. Somebody got to do it. Somebody got to do it. Well, you're perfect for this job. I'm telling you. <laughs> perfect. <laughs> All right. Thank you, nephew. Coming up at the top of the hour, as promised, our special guest will be Congressman Cedric Richmond from the great state of Louisiana. We'll talk to him right after this.
4: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
2: Hey, everybody,
3: our special guest represents Louisiana's 2nd Congressional District in the U.S. House of Representatives. Now, he's currently the chairman of the Congressional Black Caucus Foundation. And most importantly, Biden's campaign has named him as the co-chair of Joe Biden's presidential transition team. Let's get into it. Please welcome back Congressman Cedric Richmond.
6: Welcome, welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome sir. Welcome. Thank you all for having me. Thank you, uh, Steve, for what you do and the crew for putting it down for so long. And being able to tell jokes and keep it serious all at the same time, that's
3: special. You know, Congressman, this is, uh, I feel like it's such a pivotal year for us. And after Joe Biden uh, came in fifth place in the New Hampshire primary, I understand that you sent Biden an email, and in the email it said, if you really believe that you're fighting for the soul of this country, then go act like it. Shortly after that, Joe Biden named you as one of his key advisors. What made you send the email, and then what was the connection between you and Joe Biden?
6: Well, we've been close. He really helped us. Went back to the house and. 2018, and when we lost in 2016, he didn't retreat. He really stayed on the battlefield. So I called him before the 2018 midterms. I said, "Look, man, we got to take back the house, and with your help, we can do it." And he participated in about 40 races. 36 of whom we won. And after that, he thought I had a talent for it, but he didn't realize that I was pushing him to run for president. So a little while after that, I said, "You have to run." First of all, my kids can't afford to lose. I said, even if my kids could, it's sort of the position we're in with NBA players and other celebrities celebrities right now. Our kids are going to be alright, but it's the unnamed, unknown kids and brothers and mothers That's and right. sisters that won't mm. be okay. And I told him, I said, you have to run. We need you to run. So when he ran, I told him I'd be with him. And then we finished low in Iowa, but it was to be expected. Iowa's just not that diverse of a state. I was like, man, look, we're running for all the marbles. We all bet the house on it. Let's just throw caution to the wind and do what we do. And that was his sentiment and he and I were spending a lot of time together. So I was the only channel in him in the first place to just tell him, you've been Scrappy Joe your whole life. Let's go out and Scrappy Joe.
3: Hey, now look, I believe our first debate is coming up soon. What's the plan here? I'm not asking for strategy. But what are you all wanting to accomplish when these two candidates finally meet face-to-face, head-to-head?
6: Well, see, that's a good question. And I'll tell you this. One, I think that keeping the vice president calm is because the one thing he hates is bullies. You know, really, they're cowards that mask themselves as bullies. And so you're talking about a guy in the White House that makes fun of disabled people. He makes fun of veterans and calls them losers. And that is probably Vice President Biden's biggest pet peeve, is people who pick on vulnerable people. So you just have to make sure that the vice president knows that, you know, it's a, it's a bigger issue. And although this guy is a coward and a bully, just stick to the facts and don't let them get under your skin. And then the other big part of it is making sure that we fact check him as he talks. Because he's mm, he's into lie number 18,451 probably <laughs> today. Yeah, so yeah, we yeah. just have to <laughs> Right. So you just have to make sure when he says something, it's that old thing that right before you insult somebody, you say with all due respect. So he's just gonna have to say, with all due respect, Mr. President. You're lying again, because that's what he does. And that's the challenges of debate. But I think the biggest challenge, and I think this is important for the black community, people know who Donald Trump is. And we don't have to keep showing or telling our people who he is. We need to tell people who we are and what we stand for and what a country under Joe Biden would look like. A unified country with everybody sticking together to raise everybody's income and prosperity level. And so I think that's the biggest challenge because we have to tell people what we want to do and what we stand for, because I think our story is great, as opposed to just telling people that the guy in the White House is sick. Everybody knows that by now.
3: Here's a problem. We all know it. But the thing that's concerning me here, and we're pushing really hard on this show for Joe Biden. I want you to understand that every day on this show for 10 minutes out of the show, we press Vote.org. We press early vote. We, we are making them aware of voter suppression all over Democratic districts. We are making them aware of this so we get to go and vote. We are pushing really hard. What concerns do you all have as a campaign about this election overall? Because Donald Trump's base is going to vote. They send stuff to my phone all the time. Make sure you early vote. We going to get him in. Listen, man, I want to make sure that we, the ones that are behind Biden, are doing the same kind of fight. Because, man, you're right. This man, he just lies repeatedly. But, man, is there anything you would like to see us do that can help move the needle closer.
6: Steve, uh, thank you for that. Let me just start with this. This election will not be the first time that black people had to risk their lives to go vote. And they do it because they're not worried about their lives. They're worried about the next generation's lives, their children and their grandchildren and make sure it's better. But what we have to do is for those black people that are older and worried about COVID, that we really educate them on how to fill out that early ballot. Some states require black ink instead of blue. And look, we have a website, IWillVote.com, that educates you on how to fill out that mail-in ballot. And we'll have videos up there soon with people showing them exactly how to do it. Because the Republicans, you know, they practice in these midterms. You know, they had 30 lawyers in a small black precinct. And people are like, why are y'all here? They said we're getting practice because they're going to challenge all of the mail-in ballots. So we have to make sure every I is dotted, T is crossed, the ink is right. And whether you need a lawyer or somebody to notarize it or you need two witnesses, we just need to make sure that we do it the right way so they don't throw out our ballots because we fought too hard to let people take it from us. And that is the message. So look, but... If you're asking me, and I'm going to go out on a limb here, if you're asking me if I'm worried about African Americans coming out to vote this November 3rd, I absolutely am not. They know what their future looks like, and they want a piece of this guy's behind because he has been (laughs) so disrespectful from whole country to talking about Mandela to talking about John Lewis. He just can't help himself.
3: Hey, uh, Congressman, hang on for a second. Uh, We'll be right back, everybody.
6: You're
4: listening to The Steve Harvey Morning Show.
3: All right, we're back uh, with more, and we're sitting here with uh, Congressman uh, Cedric uh, Richmond. You know, now, now, like I was saying, as the president of the United States, his behavior has been unacceptable. The scary thing is, his base goes along with whatever, which is the most disheartening thing about this whole election. Man, they're letting this guy get away with it, and I want Joe Biden to check him, not after... The debate is over, and the fact checkers go, "Well, we checked, and he lied 15 times. Every time he opened his mouth, you got to crack him dead in the teeth." Yeah. Well, that's yes. a, like you said, Cedric, that's another lie. That's <laughs> not how it is. You know, it's it's like boxers say, Cedric. Everybody gotta get a gotta plan till you get hit in the mouth.
6: That's my title. You come understand? <laughs> yeah. Come on,
3: come on, boy. He got to hit Donald Trump dead in his mouth, and then watch him go off the records. And if Joe can stay cool, he he gon he gon. This dude is not a, a debate. Real talk, it's yeah, not that's what, real
6: well, talk. Yeah. Steve, let me just thank you for making the whole debate team's job harder, because uh, <laughs> you have now told Grant and Joe to go in there and punch him in the mouth, and that is exactly what he wants to do. And we're trying to keep him from doing that. So I just want to thank you for making our job just a little bit harder. But the point is right. We got to show America who he is and that, you know, all of these people. First of all, he just lied. So when he ran, remember, he said, we're going to keep winning until we get tired of winning. Uh, The farmers, we're going to bring your jobs back. there have been more farm bankruptcies in America under Donald Trump than anybody else. We've lost more jobs under Donald Trump than anybody else. Barack Obama created more jobs than Donald Trump has in his entire uh, presidency in a couple of months. So we will stick to uh, the facts, and I think that's the part that's important. But the people who Donald Trump keeps hoodwinking and fooling, at some point, we're just going to have to keep telling you, got to wake up. You know, just because <laughs> you live in rural America and you think it's cool to have a Donald Trump sign on your phone, the fact yeah. that our trade deficit is the worst it's ever been in the history of the United States should bother farmers. And by the way, this great wall that he spent $20 billion building four miles. I thought he said Mexico was going to pay for it. That's what he said. That's what he said. But we're <laughs> paying for it. So at yeah, that's what point, said. look, we're going to call him out.
3: All right, uh, Congressman uh, Richmond, hang on one more second, man. You got some good stuff here. Just hang on one second. We'll be right back, everybody.
4: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
3: All right, we're back uh, with more. and We're sitting here with uh, Congressman Cedric Richmond. And, mm-hmm. you know, Congressman, like I was saying, we got to hit him in the mouth. We got to stay calm doing it because we got to keep putting the facts out and show the difference between a Joe Biden America and a Donald Trump America. Because what's sickening to me is Donald Trump is pushing the plan that Joe Biden's America won't be safe. Hold up, man. The America you got right now, this your America. Yeah. You created yeah, this president. division. Yeah. yeah, you're the president, man. We're going to have 200,000 deaths by the time we get to the election. Hey, dog, this on your watch. You can't blame this on Joe Biden. This is your watch, man.
6: You're absolutely right. You can't say violence in the streets is going to be under Joe Biden when the violence in the streets is because of you. You empower white supremacists to come meet peaceful protesters with guns. And then I have a whole crazy congressman in Louisiana that said he'd like to drop 10 protesters. But, see, we can't really fall for that. We have to at least recognize that we have a HBCU grad. Because, you know, I'm a Morehouse man.
4: Oh, on, Morehouse.
6: <laughs> Y'all can't hate this early. But I am a Morehouse man, and we have an HBCU woman yeah, that is on. nominated to be the vice president oh, yeah. of the United States of mm-hmm. America. And I don't care if Trump can never pronounce her name right. Because it ain't what they call you, it's what you answer to. And I'm telling you, that mm -hmm. woman, Senator Kamala Harris, Mm -hmm. is the real deal. Look, I think it's a good ticket. I think it's a good combination. I think it's something that can move the country forward in terms of empowering people. Mm -hmm. So I just like the fact, Steve, that you all can joke, take things serious, but you figure out a way to really touch people's conscience and to make them realize what's important for their families. And so I just I really thank you for that. Uh, Just keep doing what you're
3: doing. Hey, man, listen to me. You calling in has helped us greatly because I'm going to tell you something. I was talking with some young black voters, and I was trying to get them to understand the importance of voting. They said, well, we don't really care for either one. Okay, well, but, well, what has, what is Biden going to do for black people? Well, listen to me. I can't make no promise of what he gonna do when he get there, but let me tell you what he already does. He has already put on the ticket, the first African-American yes. woman to ever run on a presidential ticket in the history yes, of this sir. nation. Mm-hmm.
2: Yes. Now,
3: I don't know how else to say I'm with y'all, better than that right there. Now, (laughs) listen, if you want to be president of this United States, you can't stand up on the box and say, I'm going to do this for black people, that for black people, this for black people, and that for black black." Because you can't alienate everybody. You got to talk about us and we. And we got Mm -hmm. to stop thinking that somebody gonna single us out, make us feel special. Because the person that wins the President of the United States has to say us and we continually, because he's trying to appeal to a multiple group, Mm -hmm. all people, so I got that. But for every black person listening to the damn show right now, with all this foolishness, about just what has he done for us, let's start with putting the first African American woman on a presidential ticket in the history of this country. No Let's just start right there.
6: You're absolutely right. But then he doubled down by saying, I'm going to put the first black woman on the United States Supreme Court, which is an appointment for life. Mm-hmm. Then he said, look, I'm not going to talk about criminal justice reform and policing reform is the only issue that's important to black America. I'm going to make sure that we increase home ownership. We create a fund with $30 billion from the federal government with 5 to 1 match from private industry. So you're talking about 150 billion dollar fund for black entrepreneurs to create their businesses and pursue their dreams. Look, we have a race specific message not race neutral, that we are going to empower the black community. Our school districts that are in poor neighborhoods and school districts are funded by property tax. So those school districts are usually eight times underfunded than wealthy school districts. We're going to triple Title One funding directly to those schools to make sure that we even the funding gap so that we even the achievement gap we're going to start school now at three instead of five so that our black babies are learning school material at three so look we're not all about just righting those other wrongs we want to make sure that we empower the black community to achieve their wildest dreams that's so that's right. why i'm there and that's why i'm with them and look i would not put my street cred on the line <laughs> if i did not 100 believe in the job that joe biden would do
3: Thank you so much. You're a powerful brother. We enjoyed you. And now we understand the mission that Joe Biden is on, and we're going to support you, brother. We
6: appreciate you, man. Thank you all for doing this, and keep up the good work, and God bless you all, too.
2: Coming up next, we're going to switch gears. Nephew Tommy will be here with a prank phone call right after this.
4: You're listening listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
2: Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. The subject, she had my clothes on when he walked in. <laughs> what? what does that mean Ooh! <laughs> Ooh! I can't wait <laughs> one more time she had my clothes on when he walked in uh, we'll get to that in a minute but first the nephew is here with today's prank phone call what you got for us today Neff Raymond
3: in the closet <laughs> Steve's all time favorite man. right there my man. <laughs> Raymond last, <laughs> greatest, last, last. greatest Damn prank.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That's your goat? You Uh, gonna mess around and get your monkey ass
5: killed? (laughs) 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 All
1: right, let's go, catch up. Hello? Hello? Hey, who there? Can you hear me? Yeah, barely. Who's there? This Raymond. Man, speak up. I can't hear you. Who? This is Raymond. Man, speak up. I can't hear you. Who is this? Raymond. Raymond. Raymond, Veranda is my sister. Veranda, brother. Yes. What's up? What's up, man? What's up? Somebody them broken a house. They in the house right now. I'm in the. Hold gun. on, hold on, hold on, man. I, damn, I better keep. What you saying? Somebody done what? Somebody them broken a house. Well, I'm why the hell you whispering? Because they in the house right now. I'm scared. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You saying somebody done broke in the <laughs> house and they still in there? Somebody done broke in the house. I'm in the house now. I'm, hold I'm, on, f- Wait a minute, you saying somebody done broke into your damn house and they still in there? Yes. What the f- you doing sitting up in there? Why you ain't calling the police? I'm in the closet. I'm in the closet and I'm trying to get somebody to. Do. Hold on, hold I, on. I, I, don't, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. Man, you saying somebody in, the f- house, in, 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 in your damn house right now? Oh, this uh, up. Okay, wh- wait, wh- where you live at? Where you live at? I'm on 36th Street. Because I'm at 32 and a half. You know what? Hold on. I'm going to call the, the laws. Wait wait, you know- wait, 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 wait. Man, minute. you know what? Sh- what? Wait a minute. Don't call the police. You send your s*** in a house? Somebody finna up here finna kill you? And you talking about you don't want them arrested? We got some illegal stuff in the house. Don't call nobody. Don't call- wait a minute. Wait, wait. Now, you saying... Hold on you saying, don't call the damn laws. You have don't some call, wet in the no. house. Don't call the because we, we got it. I got some nickels in the house. Don't do it. Man, what the <laughs> you got in the house? <laughs> Man, you know what? This <laughs> is bad, Doc. You know what? You're your up in there. That's probably why they in that house. Now, you to set your up in the house. That's who in there. That's, I guarantee you that. What you What you got in there? <laughs>
5: I can't. I can't
1: say it. I can't say it. I
5: just want you to
1: help me. You know what, man? Let me tell you something. I'm going to tell you the best thing to do. Even though the people in your house right now, you need to just let me call. Man, you need to let me call the damn law. Because I'm going to tell you right now, you can't, can't, you're going to get your, your mother. Don't, don't, don't do that. Don't call. Don't call. Don't call. But you know what, man? Don't I'm going to tell, go tell you now. I'm not going to go out of that. You're going to stay down there. I'm going to tell you now. I'm going to call the law. Don't I can call the law. Hold on. I can get my wife to call right now. Don't call the police. Don't call them. Because it's too much illegal stuff in no. no, no, Don't no, do no, it, wife. Don't, don't call the police. Man, but I'm going to tell you something, man. Honestly, I can't do a <laughs> thing, cause I ain't going to go down there. Now, I'm going to tell you something. I can't. This fool's pit telling me don't even call the damn law. You know what, man? Look at here, Doc. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm gonna, I I ain't going to go down there. I'm going to tell you right down now. You know what, now, first thing I'm going to tell you now, now I ain't going to take my down there. First of all, they may be tapping my damn line. And I ain't got to do with this. you going to you're gonna get they your don't, killed they on, y'all. Listen, man, look, I can call 911. Hold on. Baby, look, go ahead and call them. Because you know what, you're going to get your they killed on there. They don't know who you are. I bet man, you know what, and I ain't going to stay on this phone with your sh- 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 so they can find out. Because you wait, know what, wait, wait, No, offense. No, no, Listen, i can call Listen, I called a lot, I ain't getting that. Hey, man, you must get a damn bull. I ain't finna get in that one. So I'ma tell you what you can do. Doc, I call the law. I finna have my wife right now. You know what? You may not like it now, but you appreciate me later. Cause you know what? You finna get your monkey ass. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Just whisper. I think they outside. I think they outside. Man, you know what? This is some crazy <laughs> Doc, you done set your <laughs> up. Don't say nothing. I'm finna call your <laughs> sister for one. Don't get no say She's sitting up there talking about I'm not calling the damn law. Damn fool. You better keep your muck ass in that closet. I'm going to tell you right now, you're a damn fool. You walk out because I'm going to tell you now, they sure going to kill your stupid. <laughs> man, You know what? I ain't going to lie to you, man. The only thing I can tell you a damn, I can call the law. You finna go down. And I'm going to tell you now, I ain't going down with. I don't know why you really even call me unless you want some help. Because I'm going to tell you right now, I ain't finna jeopardize myself nor my damn family over your <laughs> around here. The only thing I could do, I could help you out in one way. I can call the law. Now, my wife's got a cell phone. What you want me to do?
5: Will you come get me?
1: You must be a damn fool. Hell no, I ain't going down. I ain't going. You know what, man? Look. Look. I can't get in that. <laughs> and my wife and not to really call the police. So I'm going to tell you right now, they're going to come. Can you, can you Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Shut Shh. your damn mouth. Shut up. Shut up. Can you Shut me? your damn mouth right now. Can you hear me? Shut up. Don't know when the that's why they go shoot the s out him. Don't peek out that damn dope. Can I say something? Man, you need to shut your damn mouth. Shh. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You know what? You just got pranked by Man, your boy Wendell. You just got m-? You hear me? just got pranked. Why y'all suck dirty? That's <laughs> 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 I do damn well, man. Dog, you just got pranked <laughs> by your boy Wendell, man. Now you... <laughs> I'm sweating like hell sitting up in this damn house with drawers, old man, and you sit up here, want to play with... Man, look at here, boy, I'm sweating like hell. You... <laughs> Why are you sweating? He was finna die, because I damn sure no one's finna come down to the that house, that's for sure. I know you weren't coming to I the, the... To... I... Look, I to to house. I heard it in your voice. I said, okay, you know what? He ain't coming to get me. Man, I'm sitting up in here right now, man. I might need to take off from work, boy. I'm playing like <laughs> here. I'm sitting up in here, Doug. Hey, let me ask you something, man. What is the baddest radio show in the land? Can't be nobody but the Steve Harvey's morning show with none other than <laughs> nephew Tommy with his crazy.
6: Woo! Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, 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 yeah. Are you talking about Veronica, brother? yeah. yeah, yeah. That's just huh? so black. That's I know. So wait a minute. I love wait, a minute. It. wait, wait a minute. They where? Yeah. <laughs> come on. Come on, man. You lying? <laughs> shh, shh. Shut your damn mouth. Shut. You gonna, mess, you gonna get your monkey ass killed. <laughs> all right now. All right, li- listen to me. What you want me to do? I'm calling law, but that's all I can do.
1: I ain't coming down there. Oh, I ain't coming down there. <laughs> I ain't
3: got nothing to do with this here i call the law. What you want me to do? Uh-huh. What? what? <laughs> huh? What you want me to do? I just
2: don't know how you come up with them, Tommy. I really don't. The
1: left side. Shirley, let me explain something to you. A lot of people use the right side of their brain. Yeah. I use the left side <laughs> the majority of the time. Okay? okay. And that's where all the creative stuff is. It's on the left. And a lot of people don't know that. A lot of people don't know how to go there and use that side. Uh-huh. Some people are just stuck on the right And you know I just happen to be blessed like that uh,
2: well,
1: well thank you For breaking Everything that you down
5: do in, the, in your brain to the left Okay to the yeah. left, to
0: the, <laughs> left, to the <laughs> left, to the left, what? What'd you say, team to Tommy? What did you say? Everything.
5: <laughs> Everything he does is in his brain to the left. That's what I was saying. <laughs> All right. Thank you, left-brained people.
2: Uh, <laughs> coming up next, uh, the strawberry letter subject. She had my clothes on when he walked in. We'll get into mm. that right
4: after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
2: Time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And listen, if you need advice on relationships, on sex, on dating, on parenting, on work, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. Because you never know, we could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here.
1: (laughs) Right now, yeah. (laughs) Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is. Strawberry Letter.
2: Thank you, nephew. Subject, she had my clothes on when he walked in. Dear Stephen Shirley, I just got into a bad fist fight with my best buddy because of a woman that he is... Secretly in love with. I had a house party recently and we all had a lot to drink, so I offered to let a few people stay over. All night, my boy was trying to talk to the finest girl that was there and she was not really receptive to him. He told me that she asked about me, but she's not my type, so I didn't pay it any mind. She ended up staying at my house because she lives in the suburbs and had been drinking. In fact, two other girls that came with her also stayed, and the three of them slept in my guest. Room. The fine girl asked for a pair of basketball shorts and a t-shirt to sleep in because she had on a dress. I had another girl in my bed that night and we had a great time. Let me be clear, it was not the fine girl that my buddy has a crush on. The next morning, my buddy popped up at my place and the girls were still there and making breakfast. So his crush still had on my clothes. I could tell he assumed that something went down between us. He asked me to step outside and without saying a word. Word, he punched me in the face, and then Get we started. It, no <laughs> and ah, then we ah. started tussling. The girls ran out and broke up the fight, and he told the fine girl she was trash. She was puzzled because she had no idea he was crazy about her. All I care about now is getting him back for punching me. He has messed up my any possibilities of getting with the girl, and it was um, all over nothing. So should I try talking some sense into him or should I beat his ASS first and what? then see what happens with our friendship? The
3: letter says, should I beat his ass first?
2: <laughs> yeah. And I spelled okay. it. Same thing. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Should I beat him up first and then see what happens with our friendship? Please help. Okay. H- how old are you guys? Are you seven and Eight. Uh, Because I don't know any grown men who act like this. I just don't. And your friend more so than you. Uh, He, I think, you know, he's immature. Uh, He he sucker punched you, (laughs) and for no reason.
3: Yeah, but for
2: (laughs) no, he he was so wrong. He had no proof. He didn't catch you guys doing anything. He didn't he didn't see anything. I mean, all he saw was her wearing your shorts and tee. He just came to his own wrong conclusion, okay? I I just None of the stuff that would make a man just haul off and put his hands on you. And and they don't go together. They're not sleeping together. And the woman has no idea that he feels a certain way about her. I don't think this guy is really your friend. He sounds like a little hater to me and just a little child. I I wouldn't waste my time trying to explain to him what happened or or what didn't happen. I, I think he should have at least asked you when he asked you to step outside. Why couldn't he... Ask you what happened? Why does she have on your clothes? Whatever. Uh, before he just hauled off and swung on you, I, I think at this point fighting him is a waste too. Um, especially since time has gone by. I just oh, think no, he needs. No. To, no. I, I just no, think no, he needs no. to grow up. I just think he needs to grow up, come Steve. On, yeah, come on, give me the standard girl. <laughs> I know you want to fight because that's no, what no, you no. No. do. No, I know. No, no, babe,
3: babe, babe. <laughs> I, you know, Shirley, yesterday I agree with you hundred percent.
2: Okay.
3: It, we don't always it, agree
2: now. Well,
3: this one right here, the only reason we don't agree is because I know you're missing a key element. Uh-huh. You said in the letter, men don't do this. They do it all the damn time. Grown men? Damn, no. But men do. It's as what was going down about some sex now. But right. there Not was me. no there. sex. <laughs> well, but see, the thought that, oh, somebody oh, okay. had sex in this letter, Shirley. Ain't nobody miss no sex. You got wrote it That's <laughs> yes, right. Now, Not the people who he thinks had it. Yeah, but Shirley, here's what happened, See, okay. Here's what happened, sweetie, because I don't want you to miss this. House party. <laughs> we all had a lot to drink. Uh-huh. So you let a few people stay over. You didn't really give a damn about no dudes staying over. You wanted some girls to stay over. So the few people just happened to be girls. Now, all night, your boy was talking to the finest girl that was there, and she wasn't having it. She wasn't feeling it. But now he crazy about her, right? He told me that she asked about me. Mm-hmm. But then this dude say she ain't my type, so I ain't paying no mind. Hold up, dog. Hold up. See, this right here.
2: Baddest girl at the party.
1: Ain't your type. <laughs> ain't your <laughs> damn type.
2: Boy. Boy. Oh, that's the lie you're saying? He's not Shirley, telling the truth.
3: Shirley, this is these is young dudes now. They are Yeah, young they
2: are. <laughs> Seven and eight. He,
3: you said my boy was trying to talk to the finest girl that was there. She was not really receptive to him. Mm-mm. Now, how did you know that unless you observed it? He told me that she asked about me.
1: Yeah. Now,
3: now this fine girl asked about you, but she's not my type, so I ain't paying no mind. What? Huh. Huh. <laughs> so she ended up staying in my house because she lived in the suburbs and had been drinking. And two other girls came with her, stayed, and the three of them slept in your guest room. The fine girl asked for a pair of basketball shorts and a T-shirt sleeping because she had a dress on. I am, Now, I had another girl in my bed that night. We had a great time. Now, right there, the fine girl in your basketball shorts, the, 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 the little tired girl in the bed with you. Now, the only reason this fine girl ain't your type is because she don't jump in the bed right away. Because you in there with uh shack attack in there going <laughs> at it.
2: I, yeah. Okay. But
3: the fine girl came up the hall and got some draws.
2: <laughs> All right, look, Boy, hold that. Stop. Hold that. Hold that. Hold that. Where are you going, Steve? Boy. Uh, <laughs> We'll come back and uh, have part two of Steve's response to this letter coming up at 23 minutes after the the hour. Uh, subject, she had my clothes on when he walked in. We'll get back
4: into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
2: All right, Steve, come on. Let's recap this strawberry letter uh, today. Subject, she had my clothes on when he walked in. Yeah.
3: Dude got a best friend <laughs> talking to this party they had. They got to drinking. He decided to let some people stay over the house. His boy was talking to the finest chick at the party. She wasn't really feeling him, so he came and told him, hey, man, she feeling you. The finest girl in the party. Now, he say, I ain't paying no attention because she ain't my type. They spent the night. You gave the fine girl some basketball shorts and a T-shirt, but you was in another room with another girl having a great time. Now, the reason the fine girl ain't your type is because the fine girl might have had some standards and maybe she don't just jump in the rack right away. But you were in there with uh, Mighty Joe Young all night long. Oh, out. uh-uh. <laughs> Dead uh, wrong yeah. for that. Uh-uh. Now, it does not know. say that. Uh-uh. You, you in there. And, 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 and,
2: and,
3: yeah. and little Mighty Joe Young just wearing your ass out. So Whatever. You having a good ass time. All right, now. Now, then you said in the letter, Mm -hmm. let me be clear, Yeah, it was not the fine girl that my body was where had a crush on, which is cool, bro. I ain't mad at you at all. This was not the fine girl you gave the basketball shorts to that your boy got a crush on. Next morning, your boy popped over. The girls was there making breakfast. So his crush was still there making breakfast and had on your clothes. Your boy know your basketball shorts because y'all at the gym in them same shorts. Mm-hmm. So now, then here where the letter took a turn, I could tell he assumed that something went down between us, cause he came in. Hey man, what's happening, man? Oh, y'all still here? Still here? Yeah. Hey, hey, Shamika. <laughs> <laughs> uh, His little Shamika. feelings are now crushed. She's fine. She fine. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Shamika. <laughs> Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh. Oh, she in there with his bass washer. What you? What you? What you doing? We cooking breakfast. <laughs> breakfast. <laughs> Been here all night. <laughs> got his shorts on. <sighs> got his shorts on it. Oh,
2: you
3: stupid. <laughs> so now the dude he spots this. Uh, he said, "No evidence. I uh, could tell. He assumed that something went down. He asked me to step outside. Now, now, dog, you already know now how he feel about this girl. You saw the... Re- this is so You childish. still here? Yeah, you still... Now, he asked you to step outside. What you think y'all was going out there for? Some fresh air?
2: <laughs> he wanted to talk
3: and dog, ask him
2: what happened.
3: He asked me to step outside without saying a word. He hauls off... <laughs> That sucker punched off. me dead in my damn. damn mouth. Right, and we got to tussling. <laughs> the girls ran out and broke up the fight, and he told the fight, "You piece of trash."
2: Somebody has. You said. know,
3: I liked it at you. <laughs> he
2: is a child.
3: Now Thank the girl, you. <laughs> the girl, what, what is, uh-huh. what is wrong with you? Because she girl. had no idea the fine girl that know that he was crazy about her. <laughs> right. But why would he go tell his boy that he sucker punched? She asked about you, because see, let me tell you something. She asked about you because you the one got the house, and she act like she drunk so she could spend the night there and wake up and and fix breakfast. She know your stupid ass was in the back with Mighty Joe Young back there making no, jungle uh-uh. noises all damn night. <laughs> And now you sitting here talking about all I care about now is getting him back. He has messed up any possibilities of getting with the girl. Mm-hmm. Dog. But he told you that the girl was asking about you. But since you said that ain't your type, he figured he's still in the hunt. But now nah, he can't because you you done been in the bed with him with the clothes on. That's what it looked like. That's why you got sucker punch. That's and now it. he didn't up any possibility of getting with the girl because she think he crazy. And it was all over nothing. So should I try talking some sense to him or should I beat his ass first and then see what happens <laughs> with our friendship?
5: Whoop that ass. Yeah. yeah. You got to hit him Because
3: all I care about now is getting back at him for punching me.
5: Oh, well,
3: yeah. we all he tagged it. your ass nice. You yeah. got touched. Now you know your friend, <laughs> something wrong with it. Get your yeah. ass to a
0: strawberry lettuce.
3: Now,
1: I let this go. Part two. Thank
3: you. Now, what I don't understand though is how you was in there with Mighty Joe Young and the fine chick. Got your clothes on.
2: He said.
3: Talking about the finest girl in there ain't your type. What?
2: He said he had a good time. He said he had a great time with another girl with the other girl. Because he was in there
3: wrestling. With Godzilla. That is not what he said. If she wasn't the finest girl at the party, what was she then? Was she third? Fifth? We gotta
2: go. You back Uh, in there in the bed sleeping with eighth place. (laughs) <laughs> and now you I wish post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook. And please don't forget to check out the Strawberry Letter Podcast on demand. Now coming up at 46 minutes after the hour, you know what time it is. It's time for Junior Sports Talk right after this.
4: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
2: Here we go, Junior. It is time for sports talk. What you got, Junior? Oh, thank you, Shirley. Thank you, Shirley, fellas.
3: Oh, <laughs> yeah, Phyllis. right here for you. What up,
0: Junior?
3: <laughs> here we go. Hey, uh, uh, <laughs> we up. Uh, we back. Football is back. Everybody back. Football back. <laughs> basketball back. And Baseball Houston back. is back.
0: <laughs> yeah. Last <laughs> night we started the NFL season. Team. Deshaun Watson in Houston, Texas, and they had Patrick Mahomes and the world champion, Kansas City Chiefs. Now, due to the coronavirus, there was only 17,000 fans at Arrowhead Stadium, wow. which had a That's capacity a of. Yeah, <laughs> 17,000.
3: The coronavirus ain't had nothing to do with that ass whip.
1: <laughs> I'm not going there with him. Today.
0: Yeah, I'm not doing it with you, John. <laughs> you know, you you know last night like like the Rockets already You're lost. You're not going to let them.
3: Yeah.
6: Don't yeah, do no, your whole thing. The Rockets like he
3: is lost. <laughs> they it, all up at Arrowhead getting their ass whooped. <laughs> arrowhead they had the whole head of that arrow <laughs> aimed dead up in the center part wow. of the texans see man this, this is why i don't even
0: want to talk
3: about i this. looked you know, up man i was watching the game and it was seven zip i said oh man houston in their ass i went and made a cup of coffee came upstairs 17 <laughs> 7. <laughs> you know what you the hell after that oh
0: man well the Luba Texans. How, how the
3: rock is doing
0: they, they lost last night, huh? You know that. Huh? <laughs> Don't see? That's
3: what I'm talking you about. Know,
0: Jay, Shut you up. You know, you do well, they lost. Junior, I no,
3: I didn't. Question. I was waiting question. on sport Go ahead, Jay. I'm going to answer.
5: <laughs> no, when, <laughs> when both teams lose in a big city, do they hug one another, try to no. hug one another? No, it? no it hell you
3: know no. What? No, no them trying to act like it ain't happened, Jay.
5: <laughs> no, we just going out there in denial.
0: We go to work. I'm here, ain't I?
3: Yeah, they trying. They trying to act like 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 their job is important. I didn't
0: bring now. it up. You saw who brought it up, Jay.
5: You,
3: know, you the one who do spokes.
0: <laughs> I'm not I just you asked know. y'all, Houston wait, was wait, doing. Wait, wait, wait. He do. He spokes,
1: do spokes. 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 That's all it you're is. Not a yeah, it says, it's not an R in that. See, it's spokes. Says, well, well, the, rock is, <laughs> down now. the rock is down. The is down three one. Listen
3: to me. It's spokes mm-hmm. when you're getting your ass whooped. Oh. <laughs>
5: It's sports country. when you have good news. <laughs> oh. Yeah,
0: it's sports right now cuz uh, the Rockets okay. down 3-1. So
5: basically we've talked about three ass whoopings on this show already. The one in and the strawberry all- letter and then these two. That's right. Three <laughs>
3: Hold up, Junior. <laughs> the Rockets is down 3 to 1? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. I thought it was 2 to 1.
2: All right, we gotta go. Uh, Yeah.
3: (laughs) Coming up at the top
2: of the hour, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. The situation is dismal.
4: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
2: Today is September 11th, a National Day of Service and Remembrance. We will never forget the lives and the families left behind, the first responders who bravely fought to save lives, and the members of the military who have served in response. Uh, Thank you to our heroes. We will Mm -hmm. never forget you. Never. I mean, that's just an historic day, you know, for the U.S. Yeah, Yeah. and it is today, September 11th. Yep. Yeah. Remember it, yeah. We love our heroes, yep. our first mm-hmm. responders. Thank you. Yep. Thank you so much. Yes, yes. I remember mm-hmm. that day
1: clearly right there. Oh, and yeah. We all did. Yeah. We yeah. all did. Mm-hmm.
2: Yes. I
0: thought it was all right, real. and
2: uh, what'd you say, Junior?
0: I, I thought it was a movie. I didn't even believe it was real. That's true.
2: Yeah, that it, was, was true. it was. A lot um, of people thought that. It was so shocking. Yeah, because it had never happened on our soil before. No, we were yeah. on the air when it happened. We were on the air when it I happened. I thought it yeah, was a twin LA.
3: engine plane. Mm-hmm. That flew into the side of
1: the building. Yeah, yeah.
2: it was horrible.
0: horrible. I remember because we, right.
1: we were burying Jackie's mom that day. Wow, oh, your
5: mother-in-law. You right. had a My finish. mother-in-law. Oh, oh yeah. my God. Yeah, I was on the well, air. I remember that too, Steve. We mm, were working. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: yeah. Yep. Well. Um, okay. Like we're going to. Tra- you
5: Couldn't believe what was happening. Right.
2: Yeah. It was. It was hard to process what was going on. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. 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 So um, we're going to try and switch gears here. Um, This is according now to the Black Information Network. It's been revealed that President Trump knew in February that COVID-19 was, quote, deadly stuff, but wanted to, quote, play it down to the American people. Now, this is according to a new book that has been released by famed journalist Bob Woodward in Woodward's book called Rage. Uh, It is set to be released next week. Trump told Woodward in a February 7 phone call that this virus is more deadly than even your strenuous flu. Uh, This while outwardly saying to the American public uh, that it was a hoax. We all remember that well. Uh, Joe Biden reacted to the news that President Trump knew back in February how deadly COVID-19 was and Biden called it disgusting that Trump knew and didn't do anything about it. Biden also said that by Trump downplaying the severity of the virus, he cost lives. Also, during the same interview with Bob Woodward, President Trump dismissed white privilege and accused Woodward of drinking the Kool-Aid on racism. Wow. A lot Uh, of people are waiting for that book to come out. I don't
3: need the book. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. He's he's thoroughly convinced yeah. me who he is. Yeah. I yeah. mean, you know, I, I forgot who it said, yeah. but it's often said, when a person tells you who they really are, who they believe them. Believe them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You Angela. know, I mean... Yeah. Yeah. I was yeah. Yeah. Was uh-huh, that's right, Tommy. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. I mean, whoever it was, that's yeah. I, I, that's just... Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: We heard his Uh, own voice, so it's not like Bob Woodward wrote this.
2: Yeah, and and Bob Woodward is a respected journalist. Remember, he was the one that Mm -hmm. uh, brought Nixon down for Watergate, you know? The sad
3: part about it, the so, so sad part about this is that this country is a little bit sicker than we think because, and I'm going to tell you two reasons. Number one, I used to think it was only a few bad police officers. I think it's more than just a few. There are a lot of great men and women that are police officers, I grant it. But it's this happens too frequently for it just to be only a few. I think the number of bad police officers are too high. Mm-hmm. It has a lot to do with the training, the background checks, and, and, the, and, the the, and the racial sensitivity training, which doesn't exist for a lot Right.
5: Yeah.
2: 164
5: and what blacks is? have been killed by police. One hundred and sixty.
0: Wow. wow, Jay in
5: eight months in eight months this year
0: this year this year
2: 2020
5: right wow that I mean that's really
2: hard yeah we we have to I mean at at least we we can do what we can do and that means voting All right. uh, Coming up, we'll have um, more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show at twenty minutes after the hour. No more
3: Trump, though. Y'all gonna mess up my weekend.
4: I don't want to talk about.
2: (laughs) Well, he's still the president until we vote him out. Yeah, we got (laughs) fifty-three days. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) we don't want to talk about him, but he talking about us. Yeah. (laughs) Absolutely. All right. We'll be back with more right after this.
4: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
2: All right, Carla's here with Carla's music news. What you got for us, Carla? The versus battle. The next one is set for this Sunday night, the
0: 13th. Gladys Knight versus Patti LaBelle, oh, baby. Oh, epic, wow.
2: epic, wow. epic, wow. epic, wow. epic, That's epic, That's epic right here. Uh,
3: <laughs> we have a we have a problem here because we're gonna talk about hits, but now. You're talking oh, a lot of years of performance. Oh, now, God. when you talk about number one hits and hits, Gladys Knight has monster hits. All the way back to the pips.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Patty LaBelle <laughs> has been one of our greatest yes. living female artists to see live.
0: Yes.
2: Mm-hmm. Kicking shoes off, shoes. off. Shoes.
3: Yes. Dog, Patty. Barefoot, flat out, sang your ass under a table. <laughs> if only you. I'm did. talking about put your ass to shame. <laughs> when 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 Patty giving it to you and she got it, you got a world class problem on your hand. And then Gladys Knight can flat out mop your ass away <laughs> with hits <laughs> all damn evening. Oh, you what else you got? <laughs>
0: Going back to fire.
2: Going to be a good one.
4: Woo! Uh, Sunday night, Patty Uh and Gladys. Let's
2: go. All right, coming up. Thank you, Carla. That was a good one right there. Coming up, more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show and some trending news at 33 minutes after the hour, right after this.
4: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
2: All right, uh, before we went to the break, Carla, you were telling us about the brand-new versus battle coming up this Sunday between Gladys. And, uh, and Patty, Patty LaBelle, yeah, it's going
0: down oh. in Philly at the mm-hmm. Fillmore. So Sunday night, the two legends will be in Ooh, the building. Two legends, Strawberry. I, I, can't, can't I, wait. Wait. I can't wait.
2: I can't wait for that one. Man, I cannot
0: wait, boy. That Patty LaBelle with these hits. I'm telling you, yeah. as soon as I hear I'm gonna lose my mind. Your love is king. Woo. I'm I'm telling you, it's gonna be the jam.
5: Boy. Junior. Junior, go Junior. ahead. Junior. That ain't Patty. Junior,
0: Junior. I love it. What? Junior.
3: That, huh? That ain't Patty or I'll be damned.
0: I'll be damned. That ain't Patty. Junior, Junior. am telling you right now. Junior. Huh? Junior,
3: Junior, listen Junior. to
0: your uncle. Junior. Listen. Junior. Learn yourself something. Junior, That's
3: to your uncle. That's <laughs> That ain't no damn Sade.
4: I don't
3: know <laughs> Patty. You're a little Sade. Sade. <laughs> hey, seriously, man. I, I swear to God, if we wasn't on Zoom. I knock your damn hat off your head <laughs> right it's now. That's a
4: violent show. For <laughs> <laughs> Knock
3: your hat right Man. off of your damn head. You no, don't damn off. Are you for real? No, the question is you for real.
4: Stick to
0: jealousy, no, <laughs> Junior. Shirley, you don't even know. You can't cook. Dude. tell me, stick to something. <laughs> Tell on, me, sticking a, up, tell you right Gladys now. One, man. Well, Gladys. Gladys, Jr. Gladys. On, sing the hits. Oh, You
3: can reach me by trail.
0: <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> hey. Bro. What? And, what? Dude, what? You just
3: <laughs> hey, I'm gonna kick you. Lean uh, over. Lean his over in this camera. Like <laughs> L- lean over in this camera. Lean over in this camera. I oh, will beat your ass uh, if you don't be quiet.
0: <laughs> give me one more. Wow. Who, who is give me one that? What oh, you trying to say? That's one, not one, that's one, not Gladys Knight. Olita no. Adams. I'll be damned if that is not Olita. That is Gladys Knight and, and, and the Pips. First is of all, there
3: too. first of all, you don't even know who the hell Olita Adams is. Right, Let's just is go a. there. A, you don't know who that is. Second, uh, that is her damn song. I can't uh,
0: believe you. Okay, man. give me a, give us another pack. I'm trying to tell you, one more. Whatever it takes to make you happy. <laughs> <laughs> Hattie has oh, so man. many. When she do that with dog, I'm telling you, I'm just going to turn my computer off. I can't watch you. That. <laughs> Whatever it takes to make you happy. They'll be around. Woo! Patty. I'm going to have a pie in my hand. Patty pie.
3: Patty. That's, <laughs> that's your jam. Patty. <laughs> you going
4: to have a pie in your
5: what? hand.
0: What? When they play that, I'm going <laughs> to have a pull my patty pie.
1: Patty. <laughs> Need Anita Baker. <laughs> a <fool>. Yes. Uh, All right,
0: <laughs> look. Every, uh that ain't no Anita Baker. That's Patty the fam. Baby, that's Anita fool. Smile. Uh, that is we'll we'll a
2: Anita Baker. We'll be back. Fool. Coming up, it's the last break of the day. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs>
4: I don't need music. I can't You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
2: Well, Steve, here we are. 53 days left until election day, November 3rd. Uh, if you want to register to vote right now, go to vote411.org. You can find out information on early voting in your Listen, state.
3: Early voting has started. Mm-hmm. It has begun all across the nation. Most states have begun. Go to vote411.org or go to vote.org. Go to either one of those sites. Early voting has started. Hey, man, Trump is busy. His campaign is busy. He's telling all of his voters now to vote, to mail in your ballots. That's the best way to get them counted. He's telling them that. And then at the same time, he's discrediting the mail service. See, I don't know if you noticed what he did, but all those mailboxes he removed was in predominantly Democratic districts. The majority of polls that were closed to condense it down was in predominantly Democratic districts. This man is trying to steal the election. He is doing all the most dishonorable things you've ever seen. Listen to me. Black people, I'm talking directly to black people right now. Because if you don't get out and vote, stop all this complaining about what ain't happening for us and what he's doing and all this here. If you don't vote out, shut your damn mouth if you don't get out and vote. Just shut your damn mouth if you don't vote. This is a chance that you have to change the direction of this country by getting out the vote. This is critical. The NBA players are begging you to vote. The NFL players are begging you to vote. The Black Lives Movement is begging you to vote. I am begging you to vote. My brother D.L. Hughley is begging you to vote. My brother Ricky Smiley is begging you to vote. I've been on the phone with Charlemagne to God. Charlemagne is begging you to vote. All of us who control the airwaves have been on phones discussing, drumming this message into our viewers' heads. We have got to vote. Young people, if you have the attitude that you don't like either candidate, so you're not going to vote for either one. If you don't vote, Donald Trump stays in office. That's just flat out a fact. If you do not vote, Donald Trump stays in office. The way Donald Trump won before, he did not win the popular vote he won the electoral vote. But if we had turned out in large numbers, the electoral vote would have had to sway the other way. So in Florida, five over 500,000 black people didn't vote. That would have changed Florida. In, in uh, Philly alone, 248,000 black people didn't vote. That would have changed Philadelphia. In Michigan, just Detroit alone, 300-some thousand black people didn't vote. That would have changed the election. I'm talking to black people. Ain't nobody playing with you no more. This is our life. This is our business. Damn it, this is our country. It ain't they country. It's our country, meaning all of ours. And you got to start acting like it, man, and we got to vote. Congressman Lewis died fighting for our rights. All of these people gave up their life. Rosa Parks refused to sit in the back of the bus so we would have rights to ride in the front of the bus. Martin Luther King ain't here no more because he went to Memphis to support the sanitation workers who carried signs and said, I am a man. In the year 2020, we got basketball players with T-shirts on it that say, I am a man. Now we got new T-shirts that say, I can't breathe. We could have been having T-shirts out years ago. Stop hanging me. Stop lynching me. Stop tar feathering me. Stop dragging me behind trucks. Stop hunting me down like dogs. Stop selling me. Stop enslaving me. Stop whipping me, flogging me. Stop hunting me down. Stop trading me. You got a chance to vote, man. This been going on too damn long. And now when you have the right to vote, we have the audacity to act like we're going to sit it out. You don't have the right to sit it out. Man, just try to understand your history just a bit, y'all. We got to vote. Early voting has begun. Early voting has begun. You can get a ballot and send it in. But when you get this ballot, I want you to read it carefully because some ballots require you to have black ink, not blue ink. Some will only accept blue ink. Some will accept it if it's notarized. They got rules. Man, they trying to suppress our vote, and they specialize in this. They come up with new laws every year to keep us away from the polls because they know if they keep us away from the polls, they can control the narrative and who is in power. Do you understand as black people, you have an opportunity to decide who goes and who stays and who plays? If you are tired of the direction of this country, if you are tired of watching us get gunned down by the police and nothing happened except a president that supports blue power, I am not against police at all. Not at all, I need them, I call them all the time. But we got to get rid of the ones that's killing us, man. And the only way to do it is get some right leadership that'll help put laws into place. He is not the one. You have got to vote. Early voting has begun. Do your part. Thank you.